Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a Dave original podcast. Warning, this podcast contains some naughty boys who might use some naughty words. I'm so sorry, we wasn't raised right. Hello, I'm Darren Harriet, And I'm Josh Jones. Welcome to Hard Sell, a podcast where we sneak into a guest's house. With their knowledge. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Then we take an item that we think will make us as rich as Scrooge McDuck, and we try and sell it in a week. It's like cash in the attic, except none of our guests have an attic. And they haven't used cash in years. More like crypto in the shared kitchen. All the money we make from selling our items will go to the Trussell Trust. Here's what's coming up on the show. Regretting something I've done immediately. That's not out of character. That's yeah. absolutely on brand, actually. It's just Ivo's. Um, <laughs> it's just Ivo's. <laughs> don't, don't make me the sort of tragedy punchline of it. <laughs> don't want to be a stereotype, but I know a lot of people who wear sequins. Like, it is exhausting to constantly have to tell people that you're at the cutting edge. You would not believe how close I was to selling this jacket a few weeks ago. <laughs> That's a little bit of you, that is. This has got to be one of the most pointless podcasts ever recorded. <laughs> this week, we're visiting Ivo Graham, who's letting us look at his stuff. What do you think Ivo's house is going to be like? Well, I don't know, you know, because obviously we we know Ivo quite well. And I know that he's moved about a bit over the last couple yeah. of years. So I think he'll have stuff for his child, but then, he, like, his stuff will be quite minimalistic. How do you say it? Minimalistic? Yeah, I mean, I know what you meant. Minimalist, right? Yeah, I think he'll do that. I've, oh, but he's proper brainy, so I think he'll have loads of books. Yeah, is it thing Ivo is he's smart and he's posh. Where it's quite a, he's got quite a posh guy, but he's not a posh person. Like he's like he went like as in like he went to eat and all that sort of stuff. But Ivo himself is not that posh. I remember when we did a a show called British as Folk together. Ivo dropped his ice cream on a beach in Cornwall in the sand and then picked it up and carried on eating it. Yeah, but right. I don't, don't. I think that's proper posh. I think posh, I what? I, I think posh people 
Like, pretend not to be posh to look cool. <laughs> Um, but uh, I do think Ivo's house will have, I think it will have lots of uh, his daughter's stuff around, you know. Uh, I think it's going to have some art as well. I think he's, I think he's quite artistic. I know he studied uh, Russian, you know. I, I feel like there might be some, some bits of that going on in his house. I'm expecting a full library. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Either uh, that actually are. He's so clever that he just reads a book once and then remembers every word and throws it away. <laughs> you know what I've learned from this, Josh? We need to have more middle class friends because we have yeah. lots of we have lots of questions to ask. <laughs> but but as well, like it's not even it's just that he is obviously he's dead posh, but it's not even about that. He's actually like quite intimidatingly intelligent. Yeah, yeah. He just naturally speaks in a way that you just want to listen and follow. <laughs> yeah. When you're watching him riff and you can see his mind going all over the place, I'm like yeah. It's like so, just so quick. Yeah. So I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah, I think he'll have loads of clever stuff. What do clever people have apart from books? He might have a few graphs, a map. He'll have a, he might have a world map, like globe a... made out of glass. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Globe made out of glass. All right, well, let's get on with the show, right? Before we go to Ivo's house, I'm going to have to be a bit boring and we're going to have to clarify the rules. Josh, rule one. You can't pay someone to buy it off you. That's cheating. And as they say, cheaters never win entertainment podcast formats. Rule two, you can't tell someone it's full of drugs or anything illegal. Yeah, this show isn't a spin-off of narcos. Rule three, you can lie. We do have to sell this crap after all, you know? So yeah, we've got to lie. Rule four, you can swap it for something else. But by the end of the week, you need to have sold that thing and turned it into cash money. Wonga, cashola, hot, hot paper with people's faces on it. Whatever you want to call it, we want it. Remember, we have seven days to sell our choices. Right, I want to get selling. Let's head out and meet Ivo. Ivo, thanks for having us at your apartment. This is really nice. Thank you for coming to my home. It's both very convenient and quite invasive at the same time. Yeah, it is, yeah. I'm sure I'm yeah. not the first person to say that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, thank, thank but you. also, you guys like, <laughs> from the first podcast <laughs> to be recorded in this flat, um, almost my first guests. I thought he was going to say first comedians then. Uh, uh, hmm. Has, no, Alex Keeley's been here. <laughs> and, we had a t- and we had a top laugh. And it wasn't even for Dave. It was just for ourselves. <laughs> um, although all roads do lead back to Dave. Um, but no, I moved here in... Uh, the summer and then pretty much immediately went to Edinburgh for the month and I've been back from there a couple of weeks but it's a slightly strange setup where um, I am at a transitional period of my life and my parents also in a transitional period of their lives have got this flat in West London to which uh, they may end up moving full time at the moment they come and we've had a lot of chats about ratios and percentages yep. they come a prox uh, one night a week um, so that's that's the right amount of overlap to have with your parents Do you it's try, a really yeah. wholesome do you try and book something in? No, no. We just try and make sure we know a few days in advance what, <laughs> what's going on. Um, because also, I've got a three-year-old daughter. Yep. I'm not with her mother. She comes here um, a few days a week, maybe one or two nights a week. So sometimes it's the bachelor pad of dreams. Sometimes it's me being a responsible adult looking after my own child. And sometimes it's me being looked after by my own parents in a flat that they've bought and furnished themselves. Like it's that. a great mix of vibes. Yeah. I do like this. It's like, almost like a, like a crash going on here well, that basically, for your what, daughter. What what we're looking nice. at is if you're looking at any 
um, sort of uh, nice or proper looking furniture, that's been sorted by mum and dad. If you're looking at anything that looks like it belongs to a three-year-old, it almost certainly has been bought for a three-year-old by me. And basically, any crap in between, that's me. <laughs> and already I'm sort of polluting. Like at least a three-year-old's mess is like the most delightful and ine inevitable mess. Yeah. But I am a hoarder and an, a sort of just general like mess maker. And my brother came round a few nights ago and he came into my room and he said, it's already happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because my bedroom at my parents' house where we grew up in Wiltshire is just like 25 years worth of stuff that I've never been brave enough to throw away. And the nice thing about having moved around a bit in the last few years of my uh, life has been that there's been a little bit of discipline imposed because every time you move, you do probably do end up at, you know, having to make a few discipline decisions. Would you say that you've always been a hoarder? As in, yes. do you buy stuff, think to yourself... Eh, I'm not too keen on this, but you still keep it around just in case. Because I'm the sort of person where I like to sell it. I've never really sold anything. And then early this year, my sister gave me a lot of, a lot of flack, as she has before, about a jacket I'm showing you both. A, I, would, I would say a sort of dusty grey jacket yeah, from yeah. Maurice. That's nice. Now, yeah. thank you very much, Darren. I've worn this jacket to three summer weddings, two of which I officiated. I was Ooh. the secular vicar in a oh. Reese jacket. Um, but my sister, who um, doesn't care for this sort of man from Del Monte chic, um, and mostly just wears black all of the time, but works oh. in fashion, so was kind of able to, to sort of justify do. her choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Black or nude colours. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've a lot of shoulder pads at the moment. A lot of shoulder, That's yeah. happening again, blazers with shoulder pads. Yeah, my, my sister is nothing if not a shoulder elevator. Um, anyway, whenever she's having a, a, a cheeky pop at my dress sense, <laughs> which we'll come to, Darren, because I'd say you're competing with my sister for being the biggest <laughs> influence in my, in my clothing life. Um, she... Uh, she's like, oh, and your awful white jacket. And, and after one, um, I made the mistake of wearing it this summer and then going to meet my sister and her boyfriend in a bar in Dalston. And I looked bad <laughs> in the bar. It was so, like, I walked through the bar. And also, it was, it was actually quite a cold, like, May night. So I took the jacket off and stuffed it into a bag. And I was just wearing a very thin T-shirt as the night went on. And I was so cold. But I was like, I can't, I can't put the jacket back on. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the following day... I, uh, I, uh, I woke up still burning with shame and, um, and I put the jacket on Depop. And I think, the, I can't remember what the, I bought the jacket for. I think a little bit more than £100. Um, and I put it on Depop for about £90. And I thought, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I, how does Depop work? Is anyone going to even respond? And there were three inquiries quite quickly. Mm. And the effect of this was to make me think... <laughs> This is a good jacket. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's lit up Depop nice immediately. Jacket. And I probably under... Maybe I should have gone higher. So what I then did was I didn't reply to any of the messages about the jacket on Depop and, and then um, got quite a lot of messages from Depop saying that my account had been compromised because I was not com um, completing the purchase. Uh. Um, <laughs> so I still got the jacket, but I now my Depop rating is, is, is it's, over. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I've worn it again since. And I, it's like when a player comes back from injury in football and, and people refer to them as being like a new signing. That's, that's what this jacket was like. I, like, I wore it to another, another summer wedding. People said, that's a nice jacket. And I was like, you would not believe how close I was to selling this jacket just a few weeks ago. As um, well, it's sentimental if you officiated people's weddings. Officiated people's weddings, in it? Exactly. Which that, I, I think I would hate to get asked to do that. Did you feel pressured to be funny because you're a comedian? Well, actually, um, I would say no. I did get a couple of small laughs in and I'd have been yeah. pretty disappointed if I hadn't got any. Yeah. But while it 
it was informal, it was a sort of godless affair. Yeah. I, I think they still wanted the ceremony to feel proper. I'm in a bridal party in a couple of months, but because the maid of honour's quite boring, I've been put in charge of Hindu ah. um, because I'm like the fun friend. So then I, I thought I, you'd do punch up for her speech. You should do yeah, that. Well. I, you I, well, well, no, because I'm Go a bit on. annoyed that I'm not maid of honour. <laughs> so I actually am quite excited to watch a bomb. Watch it absolutely <laughs> tank the gig. So while I'll be like, oh, they should have booked me. I do really like that jacket. Is that, are you potentially willing to let that no, jacket no, go? No, well, no, no. What? I didn't volunteer that jacket to say, and now I'd like to go back on the market well, again. Well, the story's really sold it to me. That's yeah, what it is. Well, it's well, a good story. Uh, well, also, I've given you a pretty clear idea of what the jacket's RRP is. Yeah. And also what people are prepared to pay on Depop, let alone without the, the, the Harriet Hustle. I've seen the Harriet <laughs> Hustle live on a university campus in Hull. It's strong <laughs> hustle. Uh, I you, was, we, were, we were selling food. I wasn't trying to chat people up or yeah. sell anything. It sounds well, weird. No, no but you've brought that same charm. Well, I, I definitely did. What was time. you selling in Hull? Um, what was we selling? Was it cakes? We were selling, yeah, they, a Yorkshire the pudding. Gig. Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a part of the booking. Can you do 10 and also sell cakes? Oh, for right. I've I often so done uni gigs where I've thought I'd rather be selling cakes than yeah. doing a gig here. Yeah, no, me and I were yeah. on a show called British as Folk and we had to sell. We had to sell. They were Yorkshire pudding flavoured like... I mean, donuts, that sounds mad. That can't be right. Yeah. That sounds gross. It was Yorkshire this pudding, Yorkshire sounds... pudding base, but with like chocolate and like marshmallow in, so it kind of worked. Like really a s'more. nice. It was in Hall. It was actually really nice. Yeah, like a small, yeah. Can we have a look at this sparkly jacket? Oh, yeah, the sparkly jacket, I think I, that, that probably could go. Now, is this yours, Ivo? Because I don't see you as a spot. As, 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 as a sequin man. A sequin it, man. I went to a festival with some friends and they were going to have a. Um, uh, they said Sunday is sequin day. Um, everyone's got to get a sequined item. Uh, but unfortunately, um, I was not staying with the group. I was staying with my brother. So I arranged that I would meet them. But I didn't get to meet them until much later in the day. So I wore this on my own all day without a sort of justifying <laughs> group of friends in sequins. And then when I saw them, a lot of the group had actually peeled off. One had gone home. I'd missed the group photo in the sequins. Wow. And I came to resent the jacket almost immediately. Also, just not quite big enough. It's an M. It's an, <laughs> oh, M. It's an M. I'm an L. It's an M. I can get away with some Ms, but not this. It was a mid riff heavy there, affair there's nothing worse please there's nothing worse than a, a sequin jacket that's a little bit too small exactly because it doesn't like you just took it off a child <laughs> that's, that, whereas Josh is oh, oh Josh that's a little I bit of you that does it actually that. That, that actually that, that's a little bit of you that is it's one of those um, sequins where if I'm you sure push it, if, if you if you brush it, yeah, if you brush it, it goes a different colour it's very like 2009 Good year, good new, yeah. new rave. And again, I'm getting sad. I don't really like to say goodbye to anything. I despise change. I love the past. But uh, seeing Josh, obviously, it's like you do look great in it. And Did it you does fit you a bit better. Uh, no, but that was an option. It was, it, was, it was an inconsistent Glastonbury uh, weather wise. So it was nice to know that I had my sequined hood if necessary. How much did you pay for it? Do you remember? I can't actually remember that. I think, it was, I think this one was probably more in the region of about 30 or 40 pounds. Yeah. I feel confident Would I you think could that's sell that. To people I know. To people you know. I know. A I like lot you're of... just gonna knock it on someone's door, put a well, hanger on it, and go, "Hey guys." I don't want to be a stereotype, but I know a lot of people who wear sequins. What I would easy. say is that it is quite. I mean, it's quite. It's quite a heavy jacket, isn't it? Yeah. Plus hood, a lot, which a lot is obviously lovely, but it's. I wouldn't want to be performing in that in that jacket. You can't go on stage with that. You could probably wear it in the winter. It's thick. But yeah. I feel like when the light's sort of shining off it when you're on stage, that's really gonna make no, your job sparkle. No, but I mean, sparkle. just like. Come on, the Glee Oxford would love this. 
the glee, the worst glee. Oh, that is the worst. <laughs> I think that's, that was the worst you know, choice I, of glee. I, I don't eat meat, and I had such a bad gig there that um, to like because the audience was so shit. I was so upset that I got a bacon sandwich from the train <laughs> station. And you punished yourself. And I, then I ate meat. <laughs> oh, I haven't ate it for I, about I've, six I've done that months. a lot. The misery yeah. loophole. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a rough one. Well, I thought, what else do we have here? So okay, we've well, got that sequin well, jacket Well, what's there. that with ducks on it? Oh, no, this is an example of a proud purchase. Okay. Uh, you, you ain't taking this. This is my duck. This is my, this is my geese shirt. Oh, my God, I saw you in that in Edinburgh and complimented you, you so on nice. it. I remember that, and I was, I was, I was very keen. I like how Ivers just brought some of his stuff just to show off that. It's a confidence well. booster. A great, okay? a great, There's a lot a of great. shame on this floor. It's a great shirt. Uh, I would say my journey towards buying more of my own clothes, it did start while we were filming the sadly decommissioned British as Folk for Dave in summer in spring, summer 2021. Well, here's, here's, here's something that we found out about Ivo that blew my mind. Ivo, until we did British as Folk, had never been to TK Maxx. Had never been to <gasps> TK Maxx. No idea. Um, it's just, it's just... Furniture or just clothes? Uh, just clothes, although I've got a little bit of homeware there. Oh, come on, I love that. I've, candles? No, I've got, a bis- oh. I've got a biscuit tin that says biscuits on it. My oh. favourite candle that I'm currently using, it's called uh, Marshmallow Ghost. Oh, <laughs> wow. Great. And it's... Does Pretty it sm- amazing. Does, does it smell sort of marshmallowy? It smells more ghosty. <laughs> it smells more I love it. I love it so much. I, when I was younger, my dad got me a skiing coat from TK Ooh, Maxx. Oh, they're in. And I wore it. Um, obviously, we never went skiing, but he, um, but I wore it, and um, we used to drink outside this church, right, with bottles of cider on the weekend and stuff. And then they was doing a Saturday night mass, and the priest was like, "Come inside." And then so I put like two. Um, two litres of Strongbow in my sleeve of this um, skiing jacket. And then I went to the toilet and came back. They saw the top of the Strongbow and they thought I'd been swigging it in the toilet. So I actually got kicked out of a church when I was like 14. Wow. You were yeah. 14 with the, you yeah. and your dad well, drinking I was drinking, no, not with my dad. I was oh. with my friends. My dad bought me the skiing jacket from oh, TK okay. Maxx. I got to mix up. I'm get you off on the so road. So that's my little TK Maxx story. I've never been kicked out of a church wearing a TK Maxx jacket, but it's yeah. on the bucket list. Where was your um, TK Maxx debut? Where did you work? Uh, Leicester. 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 Yeah, yeah. So Leicester was the second stop on our on our on our wacky tour of Woo-hoo! Great Britain, and I was it was becoming clear that I didn't have enough uh, variations of wardrobe, which brings us to uh, oh, these, yes. these 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 boots. What would you call them? Desert boots? Uh, yeah, desert boots. But or I think twinkle pickers. Twinkle was the word pickers. that became used. These were these were a present uh, about four years ago. Uh, they were my only cl- footwear option for British folk, yes. filming six episodes in six different cities. And Ivo, do you, do you remember when you went to buy some trainers? What happened? Uh, you bought yourself some new Adidas? Yep, yep. Uh, some Stan Smiths. And they were different. They were, di- they were, I've got M here as well. They're different. They're different. <laughs> I'll let Ivo explain. Yeah, this really made me laugh. So I had, Stan, I had Stan Smiths before. Um, they weren't actually my first ever pair of Stan Smiths. That, that was one of the only brands of trains I would say, like, if someone was like, they yeah. a cool brand of trains, I'd be like, well, Stan Smith, obviously. Um, a tennis man um, now breathing new life into the Adidas trainer world. So then in Wellgosh, Leicester, I'd had my, um, my, 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 my boots, my desert boots described as twinkle pickers by a former football <laughs> hooligan called Riyadh. Yeah. Uh, you met him for the TV show, not just a bloke. No, we met him for the TV show, yeah. Right, but he's a guy who's say. all over the place. Like, 
perfect that. example. There was a picture of him and Johnny Depp when Johnny Depp was in Leicester. He's yeah. that guy who just oh. gets there. Yeah. And I don't think he'll be cherishing his photograph of him and me wearing my yeah. twinkle pickers quite as much as the Depp photo. Although I, I, I dare say events of the last few months may have nudged me above Depp in the old pecking order of pride. I think he enjoys his photo with Depp. Two hooligans together. That's true, actually. Riaz can turn a blind eye to anything other than shit shoes. <laughs> yeah. So these, stat, so stat, you'll be familiar with the Stanleys, the green, the green, yeah. the green bases. We were about to drive to uh, Glasgow. We were in a bit of a hurry, and so I bought a new pair of stands. And only we got to Glasgow. What's this? The, other, the, the left one, it's blue and it says Rodney. So I called, well, gosh, Lester, in a real huff. <laughs> and I was like, you've... I was trying to make a quick shoe purchase because I don't do anything in my life quickly. And you've, you don't know how much damage you've done to me in the long term by undermining me, by giving me two of the wrong shoes. <laughs> and now I'm in a different country. Um, and, they, and they said, no, that's how it's meant to be. The it's style. the new Stanley and Rodney range. Yeah. But like, what is a new range? And what is just a pair of shoes where every single person who sees you wearing them says, you've got odd shoes on. Yeah. Like, it is exhausting to constantly have to tell people that you're at the cutting edge. Yeah, and well, gosh, is one like of those that. super cool kind of places that you go to. So the idea that Ivo would phone them in a panic yeah, really gonna... makes me laugh because they would have been dying on Overlide. Like, it's supposed to be. <laughs> Riaz, get in here, that idiot. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So oh. the twinkle pickers are on the table. Twinkle pickers. Uh, I actively was going to take them to a charity shop. The, sta- the, the Rodney Stanley limited edition well gosh shoes aren't really on the table unless you make a very strong case for wanting to sell them. Okay. And then, then we've got this jumper. This is the Thomas Tank Engine jumper that I wore. Um, uh, uh, not that I consider this to be of any sort of historical or cultural weight. No, I like that. For my Edinburgh Post of 2019 for yeah. a show which was uh, nominated alongside Good Heart Ute by Darren Harriet for the Edinburgh Comedy Award. Anyway, this jumper, I love it and it's got the names of uh, Toby, like Edward, Henry, Emily, um, not in the books, but obviously good, good to have her there. Uh, Gordon, James, Percy, Percy, and Thomas. Yeah. Percy's a bit, Percy's a bit of fun. I love this jumper, and I've seen you wear that. Yeah, well. I yeah, did. I did stand up about it. I, I, I wore it in a poster. But actually, the truth is, I think I've exhausted its, its sort of humour potential, and it's a little bit tight. It's a little bit. It's from Redbubble, and Redbubble, they're at the cutting edge of banter, but they're not at the cutting edge of cutting. No, they're, they're not. No. 
Okay, Ivor, what else do we have? Um, Sequin jacket, Thomas Tank Engine jumper. Okay, so now we've got, I mean, just more examples of things that I, that I, I mean, this is, this, this, this is a very niche interest. Um, this is a t-shirt uh, which says uh, uh, the life of Egbo on it in the design of uh, the Kanye West album, The Life of Pablo. Pablo. Yep. Swindon Town, between January and May of this year, had a player called Mandela Egbo who breathed life into the second half of the season with his great uh, attacking wing play and his great name. Um, so it wasn't long before someone did the, the inevitable and made t-shirts uh, with his face on the Kanye album cover called The Life of uh, Egbo. Is he still playing? Nope. He'd okay. left Swindon before the t-shirt arrived. <laughs> so this is, it's a, this is a painful t-shirt. And I've got a lot of uh, sort of old merch from things that aren't really you know, relevant anymore, like sort of, you know, stag do t-shirts and things. Where did, he go, Red Bull. Where did he go after Swindon? He's at Charlton now, along with our manager and two other players. Charlton just did <laughs> oh a proper... God, they they, did a, a, they did a proper raid. really did. They took the lot, mate. Um, what else needs to go? This is a green screen from a lockdown project that I found oh, very, very Oh, I've got one of them as well. Did you do... Oh, well, I, don't, I don't think it can be in the same lockdown project because this was a, um, a, a, a parenting-based show where I talked for 15 excruciating minutes about the different versions of Wheels on the Bus that are available online. It's we would do anything during lockdown, wouldn't we? How big is it? Uh, I'm not very good at this sort of thing, but... Big. A metre and a half by metre? I would say... No. Two, me two metres by metre and a half. Yeah, this is what massive. A, what a crucial correction from me there to really bring it to life. To the this is probably my favourite one, the green screen. The green screen. You want to have it? You want to sell a green? Do you, think I'm, do you think, I mean, I've got, if you could tell me that was worth £10 or £100 and I wouldn't really know. Get a wee I bit. always thought it was so funny how many comics would have like a, they'd have, some would have a green screen with yeah. nothing. Yeah. Some would just have a normal background and then others would have a green screen with like space yeah. or their like Instagram handles. Yeah, with like, and I was like, look at you getting yeah. all prepared properly. Well, Mine's just like a flower pot. When <laughs> for about four months of um, the lockdown, I had to move back to my mum's because I split up with my ex and I was like, oh, I'll move back. So I was there for about four months. Speaking um, my language. So I was in my mum's spare room and it's not been decorated since like the 90s. It's got like really old fashioned cupboards and my mum got dead upset because every Zoom gig, I kept like getting heckled, be like, Are you in a caravan? And <laughs> everyone was like, Oh, is, is that a caravan? Are you in a caravan? And then my mum was like, my, Everyone thinks my house is a caravan. And she got really upset about oh, it. No. And she's put new handles on the cupboards. That's <laughs> <laughs> then we've got my daughter's ball pit. Um, it's just, she, she's not interested in it anymore. It was really fun at the time. The balls just go everywhere. Going to ball pits, great. Having a ball pit actually very stressful yeah yeah um, i agree so that's something it's like I'll having probably... a trampoline going uh, to one fun but owning a trampoline well i would Less i'd say fun. i I, pre I appreciate um the the quick suggestion of another thing darren but i actually don't think that's a good example you don't we like had a trampoline at my childhood home it's, it's been the same trampoline for well it's a bit is it more dangerous than going online <laughs> so it's a little something for you to I chew mean, on over the course of the rest of the day but yeah i'd say we've had the same trampoline for 20 years much uh, and oh my god you still use that yeah no uh, there, no injuries ever major injury has ever uh, been suffered on it my dad often describes it as the best purchase he ever made my daughter now plays on it when we go to my parents house 20 years it's trampoline. great yeah, that I, does, I, I that's think, an industrial i think they must fair, have... i think the springs have been replaced yeah. at one point okay yeah. i guess if you do that but that's one job in 20 years darren yeah. I mean, compared, compared to going on youtube yeah um i'm gonna sell this um, lovely sequins jacket. I'm a bit worried because it's like just coming out of festival season. But well, you know what? As you're going into the autumn winter, 
people want to look a bit more brighter, feel a bit more happier, yeah. a bit more cheery. Yeah. And it is warm as well. And what I would say as well is, uh, you know, no, nothing wrong with planning ahead. If I hadn't been buying a sequin jacket the day before Glastonbury, That's I might have point. bought one that was the right size. I'm, I'm going to go with a green screen. I actually think this is probably the first item I've had where I think I might like go for comedians. I feel like comedians, influencers, there's still online gigs happening. People are still making videos. Somebody's going to make... It's a really good idea. And them. that's a big one, so you could probably get two, two I'm gonna people on the back of that. I'm going to end up anonymously buying his back off, Darren. I can feel it. I mean, come on, that would be the, that'd be a first. Ivor, which one do you think is going to sell the most? What are you thinking? Um, well, I, I, you know, th uh, it pains me to say it, but I think you're walking away with two good items. Um, and um, I, I feel a fool for agreeing to this venture at all. <laughs> Having made those decisions, though, I am going to say that you've both got great items and great charm, but I've seen Darren selling. And, and also, a green screen has got that. I mean, just not to say that I represent everyone, because um, uh, I've lived my life in a ball of cotton wool, but as I say, I've got, you could tell me that that's worth £100, and I yeah. believe it, and there are other yeah, people right, who believe that too, whereas that's, pla like, that's plainly a charming but slightly shonky uh, sequined jacket. Yeah, no one's going to buy this for 50 quid, but you could probably sell the green screen for 50 quid. I would believe it. I've never bought the a green screen. The only thing that slightly worries me about the green screen is whether people are... Uh, everybody who wants a green screen might already have one. Mm. So then the idea of me... But it's not just the green sheet, is it? It's also got, you've got the poles. You've got the you poles. Do, you do have the poles. You do have the poles to stand it up, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to stick with the jacket. Fine. I'm going to sit with a green screen. Come on, influencers. Best of luck to you both. I can't wait to hear how you get on. Thank you so Come much. Come on. Hello again, Josh and Darren. Hi, Ivo. Right, guys, uh, it's been a week. Ivo, mm. I, know, I know you're excited uh, about this. So, uh, Josh, if you want to uh, remind everybody at home exactly what you took from Ivo's lovely place. I took Ivo's raver sequin jacket that he got from Glastonbury. It's kind of out of character for Ivo, but um, he did seem to miss it tremendously, <laughs> even when it was still in his flat. Having, ha having a raver sequin jacket is out of character for me. Regretting something I've done immediately, that's not out of character. That's yeah. absolutely on brand, actually. <laughs> uh, and I took uh, a green screen. Um, it was a green screen setup that Ivo, uh, you know, he, he did that thing we all did during sort of lockdown. You buy it, you think it's going to become quite a prominent figure in your house, used all the time. Not really. And it's there. And I thought to myself, right, I, I still think there's a market for this. I was really excited to hear how you both fared, not just because of my own deep sense of loss, but also because I think Josh <laughs> had the easier task. But Darren, as discussed on our previous meeting, though you're both absolute charm personified, uh, Darren, I've experienced your salesmanship and gusto in a live environment. And it is just, it's magnetic. I love um, this. So, you know, I wouldn't have want to see uh, Jones with the green screen. I think <laughs> Jones with the sequin jacket versus Harriet with the green screen, that's a fair fight. But I've, I've had to sell some terrible stuff in my time. I worked on like a market stall and it was basically just crap. This woman had made herself like proper homeware sort of shit that she's just painted herself. <laughs> yeah, fair play to you. As I say, Josh, I've, I've, I'm only because I haven't actually experienced that. I've no sure. doubt you'd be brilliant at it. But at least with homeware, maybe there's a, there's a cutesy charm to the fact that it's a yeah. unique object. It's been yeah. made in good conscience by someone. Darren, I believe your background was in bad internet. 
Bad um, internet. Selling internet on the street outside of Sainsbury's. <laughs> Uh, getting yelled at by strangers who had signed up to the internet previously with me and then seeing me again like some sort of ex that I cheated on that them. so much. <laughs> Trying to stop new customers. This guy's lying to you. I was a, a charity fundraiser in the street. Oh, yeah. And it was quite a difficult charity to fundraise because it was a £10 minimum a month and it was for helping deaf children in schools which is a great cause but like you know the british public a lot of them was like well i don't know any deaf kids <laughs> so it was quite hard to try and get them on board so um so, i'm delighted I, to be able to chuckle away at this this awkward memory of josh's while knowing <laughs> that i actually do donate to the national deaf children society oh, uh, after after a charming encounter with someone like josh in the street um, though I do also sometimes, um, once when I sign up to a new charity direct debit, um, remove a previous one to make space. I've just done that. I was, um, I've been sponsoring guide dogs for a couple of years, but then I've recently joined an Alzheimer's charity and I've, I've one's got to go. <laughs> one's got to yeah. go. I nearly signed up for um, to own a snow leopard before could i saw the ad it was like that it was like an afghanistan snow leopards and i was so blown away by the advert i was very close to that's the closest you, i've ever come are you sure it wasn't to sponsor not to own sponsor yeah but they said yeah, to you own said, uh, yeah you said own as if <laughs> oh, did I they're say own? gonna drop it off at your house and it's gonna be like a tony montana sort of vibe just turn up to birmingham and darren's just got a snow leopard in his mum's driveway yeah. <laughs> um, okay, right. Let's let's just get into it. Uh Josh, I'll go first. Green screen. It's very practical. Something everybody was using about a year ago. I had a few problems. The problem main problem was everybody who I tried to sell it to had already got one. Yeah. Um and uh, quite a few <laughs> uh, what I realized was all the people I spoke to who already had a green screen, well, they asked me if I was then selling green screens and if I wanted to buy theirs to sell. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 this is a one-off thing. They thought, because they got really excited, said, well, you can buy mine and sell mine if you want. No, 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 no. It's just, no. it's just Ivo's. Um, it's just Ivo's. <laughs> it's just don't, don't make me the sort of tragedy punchline of it. <laughs> It's I would one. never put myself in this undignified situation with anyone but Ivo Graham. I was like, guys, it's for the Trussell Trust. It's just one. However, I did find one person, one musical comedian. Oh, really? Yeah, after pulling that out, yeah, Christy Koish was interested. I said, how much? Now, whenever I go to sell, I like to say it's for charity immediately, right? right. If I say it's not for charity, then I feel like they're going to lowball me. You say it's for charity, they're like, well, I'm going to add a couple of quid on top of this bad boy. Also, Darren, you've run TV a lot, so if 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 I saw that you was just selling green screens for your own personal gain, I'd be like, what's he done with that telly money? Josh, 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 I'm telling you now, I've had so many messages like that. What's happened? Yeah, yeah what is going on? Um, right, I'll tell you the price straight away. 30 quid I've okay. got for the green screen. Because they already had a green screen, but they needed a bigger one. Yes. And, and yes, and Ivo's one is nine by six foot. It's <laughs> massive. I wasn't going to waste your time with no mini screen, Darren. I wanted to send you into battle with a beast. And they then asked me to set it up for them 
And then I realized, I didn't quite know how to set it up because there's no, there's no manual in there. No. So I, yeah, I just had to lay it on the floor and take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, they still brought it, which was great. I couldn't believe it. So yeah, uh, 30 quid for the Trussell Trust. Now, Josh, I'm slightly worried because I feel like, I feel like you've, you've pulled a blinder here. Okay, right. So I had um, the sequin jacket off Ivo. And can I just say as well, obviously, because we've got so many mutual friends, Ivo, and I've told people <laughs> I'm like doing this show and stuff. And I said to other comics, oh, I'm trying, do you want to buy this jacket that was Ivo's? First of all, they all said no. But everyone was like, why has Ivo got a sequin jacket? Normally, if you say, do you want to buy this jacket of Ivo's, it's like, what, a tailcoat, perhaps? Yeah. A sort of, <laughs> yeah. Some old white tie it's got too much of. Yes, so I've been um, telling people about the jacket and I was like, oh, I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. And then, because me and Ivo are with the same agency, okay. I don't know if you must have had a conversation with my agent or it got back to my agent, Andy. And either it's got back to Andy or you've seen Andy. Anyway, the word has got about the off-the-curb office how much Ivo is missing this sequin jacket. <laughs> what? Yes. So then my agent has bought it no. so it can be re-gifted to <laughs> Ivo. So we have raised money for the Trussell Trust, but also um, Ivo has not sent like this big feeling of loss. Oh. And it, it was so hard because yesterday I was gigging with Ivo last night and I was like, oh, I could just give him the jacket now because I've still got it. And I felt so, but I felt like I was betraying you, Ivo, because I was like, I need to wait till the record in the morning for you to find out about the jacket. <laughs> you haven't you haven't betrayed me at all, Josh. You've, 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 you've made a sad man very happy, slash you've made me immediately feel, uh, once the happiness has sort of subsided, like... Oh, I've got that jacket. Like, as soon as the jacket's back in my possession, I'm like, oh, it's clutter again. As yeah. soon as it's gone, it's the greatest loss of my life. Like, again, what another glimpse into my own process. He was basically like, oh, yeah, this is my straight man. Uh, oh, yeah, I felt quite sorry for him. So I'm going to buy the jacket and give it back to him. And I'm going to buy it for £30. So we've drew Darren because he oh, bought for 30 quid. An honourable draw. That Can I amazing. say a couple of things? Firstly, I'm so grateful to you, Josh, and to Andy. Uh, secondly, the biggest thing I'm relieved about is that um, I was in uh, a local costume and fancy dress shop about two minutes' walk from my home three days ago, and they had the jacket in there. <laughs> 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 I had a I had a series of bleak thoughts. Um, the first was the thought that you'd just given it to the charity shop. You'd literally <laughs> left my house and be like, "Yeah, yeah, the podcast a load of rubbish." I was going to sort of pull back the jacket. There's going to be my green screen behind it in the costume <laughs> shop. Um, and then I looked at the jacket, and uh, the sequins didn't reverse quite as sort of in such a cool way. And I hope you really pushed the reversible sequins, Josh, when you were trying to flog my weird festival jacket. No, I, I sold it basically on your depression. Oh my it was, it <laughs> yeah. was less about um, it was less about the actual item and yeah. more about your sanity, really. And I was like, I don't know if I was going to cope. I was also texting my girlfriend about how the podcast had gone uh, when we saw each other last week, and I texted her. I said, 
they took my sequined jacket was the response of Vod. And she said, you can't use a face. They took my sequined jacket. Like they sort of like ransacked your house. <laughs> when you, you've invited them round to record a podcast and volunteered some items you want to get rid of. But I really wrote that narrative myself. And I genuinely thought the sequined jacket, interestingly, at the local fancy dress shop, it was on sale for £25. And I genuinely thought, would that, I mean, only we are on video. This podcast will only be released on audio, but what a great way to welcome you guys to the Zoom if I was just already wearing a new sequin jacket that I'd replaced. And how glad I am that I didn't do that for a short laugh, given that I would have ended up with two fucking sequin jackets. That's hilarious. But also, I do have a voice note from Christy. Um, Oh, lovely. Yeah, a little voice note just to say thank you. Um, If you could play that. Hey, Darren, thanks for the... um... Uh, the green screen, um, hope it helps charity. Um, I'll be using this mainly just um, to make my own little home movies, superimpose myself uh, into Dwayne The Rock Johnson films as Dwayne The Rock Johnson, um, starting with Jumanji uh, 2 and working backwards from there. Um, yeah, thank you for giving me the opportunity. Um, love you. Bye. This is that. Great voice. Amazing. Also, it's... Really nice to know someone's using this, a product for something you wouldn't use it for. I had no Dwayne The Rock Johnson-based ambitions with that green screen. <laughs> Love it. Oh, Ivo, this has been great. Thank you, mate. Uh, and, uh, I mean, me and Josh, is this our first draw, Josh? I think so. I think it is our first draw. Yeah, 30 each. Oh, it's really heating up now, mate. Ivo, thank you so much for not only letting us in your home, but giving us your items. And um, actually, it's been great for you. You've actually got one back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Neither, of, neither of you has won, and one of the items has returned to centre. <laughs> in the kindest possible sense, this has got to be one of the most pointless podcasts ever recorded. <laughs> <laughs> but we raise money. Oh, so I do apologise. 60, 60 fantastic pounds. pounds to a very, very worthwhile cause. Yeah. Um, so. And... Uh, and uh, yes, I feel bad about not acknowledging that after previously saying that I replace direct debits to charities with other direct debits <laughs> to charities, making my whole attitude sound like it stinks. But there we go. Um, just before you go, what have you got coming up? Um, are you doing a tour or...? Um, I would like to promote the uh, National Deaf Children's uh, Society. Um, they may be about to lose £10 a month um, in funding. Uh, so um, if anyone else could sign up to donate, that would be absolutely fantastic. Um <laughs> I am also on tour. <laughs> Go check Ivo out on tour. Ivo Graham. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for listening to Hard Sell. Subscribe to the podcast and join us next week where we'll be going to a different guest house and selling some of their delightful tat for charity. See you next week. Bye-bye. Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh, no. Oh, my God, it's, it's a really long video. Ew. In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do, tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum, Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell, and dad, Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising people. <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.